Welcome, folks, to episode 79 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's going on, man? Oh, What's up? Man, howdy, howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Like, uh, the summer's winding down. Like, uh, you know, the summer's know. gone. As it, as it is time to the people at home listen to this, like, the summer's I can't wait. gone. Yes, it is. Like, I'm starting to see Halloween decorations going about. The weather Yo, was a little chilly the yes. other day. So I'm excited about it. Um, I'm, I'm more excited because that brings us even closer to Halloween Kills, yeah, which is pretty much about the best thing that's going to come out this year. <laughs> Horror-wise, yeah, I was, was going to say, I was like, yeah, it's the spooky season. So, like, it's officially horror season. And, like, you know, Spirit Halloween stores are opening up. Uh, fucking, like, uh, I've yep. already... Yeah, I've already been to one, you know. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, like, Halloween Kills, dude, uh, we, I mean, before we even talk about, like, what we're talking about today, like, saw the trailer for that again recently, like, yeah. in the theater this time. And- I'm telling you, Tex, I'm telling you, even, like, in that grand scope, I'm glad you saw it in theaters finally, because because yeah. now you get a little taste of um, what could be um, the best horror movie of the year. Um <laughs> And you know, if not, we got, epic. like, egg on our face big time. Like, it's just... Yeah, uh, but you know what, though? Like, it, you know, I'll hold on to that two-minute and 30-second trailer for Dear Life and, <laughs> and, and never look back, you know? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's true, because, like, there, there's so little that gives us joy during all this time. You know what I mean? Like, there's so little, like, that gives you unbridled joy. Yeah. You know, and-, um, and you know me, I'm a big Halloween guy, so... I've been, uh, I was at Hot Topic the other day, fucking, like, uh, they had some exclusive, like, bobbleheads. They had, uh, like, young Michael Myers got, with the, you know, with the clown see, costume. Ho- and it Ghost started, Michael Myers. Dude, dude. Halloween season started. Halloween you kills. No way. I'm October fucking 15th. ready, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> and you know what, uh, and you know who else is getting ready, though? Um, as we get into this, uh, into this episode, Marvel is actually starting to rev up. That new phase coming up, and uh, That's and true. this is what we got for you guys in the um in this week's trailers. Um, the new Eternals trailer um dropped a couple weeks back. We were on vacation last week, so we couldn't talk about it, but uh, we had a, um about a week to absorb it and and think about it. And um, y- you know what? Like I'm, like it's uh, I'm still up in the air about it. I'm glad they released yeah. this one because this one made it seem more. Of like, okay, guys, here we go. You know, this is what uh, yeah. is gonna start yeah. happening. This should have been the first trailer they released, cause yeah, that that's why it's weird. They're calling it the final trailer, and I was like, if there's any movie we need to see more of before actually buying the ticket, yes. it's this one, right? Like, this should have been like you're saying. Yes, this should have been the first trailer, like you said. Yeah, that other one was a teaser. This should have been trailer one, and then we should have got trailer two with like. A little more action in it, I guess. A lot or, more action in it because all we see right now um, is a lot of the demon stuff or whatever that um, dog alien looks like. I'm deviants? not sure. If, if, I think that's what they're demon, called. I don't know what it's called, but supposedly they, uh, they're on Earth, 
to kind yeah. of um, they're on Earth to stop those things, and they can't interfere unless those things are involved. Um, and Dude, this is why yeah. they don't interfere with Thanos and all that stuff. Yeah, they explained away the Thanos stuff, which is fine. Like, at this point, every one of these new origin movies is going to need a why didn't I help during Infinity War kind of thing, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, the sooner we can brush that aside, the better, right? Yeah, it's But true. like, the deep... The deviants also look like those fucking aliens from Edge of Tomorrow, like the the big metal. Oh yeah, blobs. what are they called? The White Fangs or something, right? No, no, that was Tomorrow War. Uh, oh. Edge of Tomorrow was the one Tom oh, Cruise with and, like, Tom Cruise fucking... and the and the Iron Bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking Emily. Blunt. Yeah, dude, but, that's I'm still waiting for that sequel. That's still up. In oh the yeah, way. but no, the reason I bring that up is because I'm like, it, you know, it kind of it, it doesn't look, you know. We've seen Marvel stuff now, and it's like, this looks like a Marvel movie from, like, 2008. You know what I mean? Yes. It's got, like, like their own Superman. You know, he's got, like, laser eyes, and, like, he flies like Superman. Yeah, dude. um, Like, the costumes are all kind of, like... Was it Rob Stark, right? (laughs) Yeah. The costumes kind of are, like, leathery and kind of, like, X-Men looking, you know? Like... It, yeah, um, I'm still not like 100% a hundred yeah. percent sold, but I'm gonna have to yeah. watch it in order to understand what it has to do with everything else. Because I, uh, yes, yeah, I agree. Be, uh, because Loki gave us a super awesome taste of what's to come and the next villain, and they gave it to you in a way where it was digestible and stuff. But this movie seems a bit too into itself, a little bit long winded, yeah, a little right? bit artsy fartsy. Um, it, it already director, looks like it's up its own butt, right? Like, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> she just uh, won an Oscar to the director for um, um, I forgot which. Movie oh yeah, it was. Chloe Chloe Zhao. Uh, she yeah. won for Nomadland. Yes, I believe. that's the one. Um, so you know it's gonna have some heft to it. Um, it's not gonna be your typical Iron Man origin kind of thing, you know, where it's like oh, you know, r- rock music in the background and right. uh, you know loud visuals and stuff like that but it looks good i kind of get i kind of get it it um i'm glad that uh, Selma hayek uh kind of told us like exactly the whole point of it that this that um <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. much iron man bringing everybody back at the same time caused such a great disturbance in the force pretty much <laughs> that uh that it kind of like brought them back to kind of interfere with shit the the biggest thing out of this the biggest take out of this is the celestials that we see in the trailer which is hinting to uh a bigger kind of crazier antagonist in the in the marvel universe yeah i i agree like i think like you're saying uh it's more interesting as a piece of the marvel puzzle like oh as in how do these how does the eternals movie lead into the next thing rather than oh i want to see the eternals movie it's like no it's kind of like remember the old days where you kind of have to see Iron Man two in order to see yes. like the, yeah yeah because you're like, like yo I'm already in it too deep I'm I'm trying to see where it's going um just like you mentioned back in the day like after if you were on Iron Man two you're like okay cool because you knew what the what they were trying to do with Thor and the first yes. Avenger so now you're like okay cool I saw Loki which already got me into it, and so I'm super hyped about it. And now I gotta, I gotta sit through this. Um, but luckily, we at least I can sit through a Shang Chi first and see how that connects. Right? Yes. Um, like, this which week, is, which is right? wild, right? Because yeah, 
it, it's wild because that one looks much more interesting. Like, I can't wait to see that one compared yes. to this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so um, with that being said, um, I can't wait to see how he connects to this greater world because he looks yes. to be this average Joe who, you know, was raised pretty much to be this crazy superhero kind of dude. Right. Um, but yes. he's like, yo, fuck this piece. Right. Like I'm, I'm over here just chilling. You know, my dad's a criminal and shit. I'm fine. Um, so I'm just curious how he will tie into the doctor strange stuff and the multiverse stuff. Um, how they're going to use those rings, um, how that's going to flow into eternals. Cause it's, it's Shang Chi and then eternal. So in the post credits, we, we should get some kind of bridge that will lead us to eternals. Um, and then from there we're off to the races all over again, right? I mean, and then we're off into the, the races big time with yeah. uh, Spider-Man, with Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't know, because it's like, who started the multiverse, right? Because it's yeah. like, did Doctor Strange start? So in the trailer, the whole thing is, um, it, we're getting the blowback from you know, everybody learning his identity, which kind of sucks, because I wish that was the movie. You know, but at the same time, like, I'll take it. Like, yeah. like why not? If you're not going to do, like, a Spider-Man story about Spider-Man being by himself, you know, for the first time, then, like, fuck it. Let's let's go the complete other, other route, right? Like, and Agreed. let's do fucking Doctor Strange starts the multiverse, fucking, or was it Wanda who started it back in WandaVision when she got all her powers looking for her kids? Was right. Was it fucking... Was it Sylphie and fucking Loki, like, killing fucking Kang? Or no, uh, He Who Remains that started the yeah. multiverse? Yeah. So it's like, I am excited because fucking Albert Merlina looks good. Like, I think... Yes. I, I think yes. they de-aged him, but, like, at you the same what? time, Who I don't care. I don't care. You know the amount, yeah, the I amount don't of care CG about that stuff, that's going to be in that scene alone because of his yeah. arms? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, yeah. this shit looks fucking dope. Um, it, uh, I'm excited because they're kind of delivering on their promise, you know? Um, people are still um, questioning whether Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to show up, which, you know what, it's possible, and I doubt they'd ever want to show that before the movie shows up. And if they do, it'll be hinted oh, yeah. at at the final trailer in, like, November or something. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see, like, we'll see, like, webs, like, web shooting, or, like, uh, we'll see their feet, or, like, something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or, like, a, yeah. hey! Yeah. Or, like, a, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Yeah, exactly. It won't be, uh, <laughs> like, a fucking, a direct shot of Tobey Maguire you know what i mean um yeah. but, if, if, but whatever but from what we got already i'm fine if they're not a part of it i'm fine if it's just like oh wait a minute he kind of opened up all the villains because if they're gonna do that so remember uh doc ock kind of died in part two right yes um and so did a uh, green goblin he died in part one uh i think i saw sandman there like every one of the villains which is hilarious you didn't think about it every one of the villains that spider-man goes against they all just fucking die like they don't come yeah, back and bother you yeah. again like like in batman it's like joker joe always keeps coming back and then now you have fucking spider-man everyone just dies in the movie no one comes yeah. back <laughs> it's wild too because it's like because in Loki, we learned about variants. So it's yes. like, are these variants of the people we met in the original movies? Yes. And it's kind of like, it's wild that you're saying, like, to go along with what you're saying about them finally giving us what we asked, like, just delivering us on this multiverse thing. Like, this is why you do a multiverse story, right? Like, this yeah. is why you, you go for the multiverse in the first place, right? Like For this very same reason, to go for the fucking home run, dude. To be like, you know what? Like, because... Sony's smart. Like, they're like, yo, we can only do this for so long. 
this like I'm not sure if, if they'll continue their relationship down the line, but they're like, let's get it while it's fucking there, you know? Let's fucking you know strike while the iron's hot and all that shit, as as they say, yeah. right? We have these guys involved. There was that scare at one point that um, Sony and Marvel were going to cut ties and completely drop right. off. Uh, Spider-Man yeah. 3 was going to be completely on its own universe now, you know? Um, yeah. Especially after that post credit scene where you find out he's Peter Parker. And now you're like, shit, you know, I'm not going to be able to get, you know, the continuation of this story because these guys broke up. So they had that big rift as well. And they figured that out because the fans kind of totally ripped them as well as the actors too. Like, come on, you have this thing going on. And yeah, they're like, like, come on, we're we're all making making so much money. Yeah. Yeah. We're all making so much money. Hand over fist. So um, Sony saw the fucking um, light at the end of the tunnel and they're like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's uh, get everybody we can involved. And if it takes us a little bit more money, their return seems to be worth it. Especially now that um, things have started to turn a bit, you know, with this uh, pandemic stuff and you can get people in, in the theaters, hopefully. Um, yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. true. That's the big one. That's yeah. the one that'll they, get people in there. They're yeah. like, yo, listen, like, let's blow our load over here. Pay Defoe. Let's fucking pay Melina. Let's and fucking, you know like, let's pay Dunst to come in for a second. Let's pay yeah, fucking... Yeah, fuck it, right? Yeah, like, fuck it. Because um, I heard that uh, there was a, a tease as well um, for the uh, um, a Killer Croc. I'm sorry, that Killer Croc. A lizard. Uh, lizard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, apparently that shot uh, of, like, like uh, Tom... Uh, sorry, Peter Parker. I know, like, Tom Holland, Tom Hiddleston, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Apparently there's that shot of him looking at, like, a wall breaking down or something. It's like oh, that's the lizard coming out? Coming out? You see, so, which like... Is, is Andrew Garfield's lizard, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, you know? like, and Electro's also Andrew Garfield's um, um, yeah, uh, a villain. And, so and also, we need a, we need two of uh, we need two MCU ones then, right? There's like, a voice. There's a voice that says when the title card is dark. It says, um, "Be careful what you wish for, Parker." Oh, that sounds yeah, like Keaton. No, no, that's Defoe. No, that one that's was Defoe, dude. That didn't sound like Defoe, and the one like th- that I just saw. Oh, it, it sounded so like Keaton. That, that would make sense because MCU Spidey still needs his own villain in there, and like, and that would be six, right? Because then, it, then it would make uh, total sense to bring back Keaton, man. Because that was that would be six. So then you would have we have Goblin, Doc Ock, Electro, and then if we're saying Lizard and Sandman, a, a and, Sandman. Then, and then his then his Vulture and would Vulture, be the right? I mean, it yeah. would make sense for uh, for him to have his own villain from part one to come back. But I like I I remember I did hear Defoe's voice in the first uh, a time I actually heard that trailer. But uh, this time around, that voice it sounded like Keaton, and I was like, "Wait a minute, let me uh, let me replay this back." And fuck you know, it, dude. Like, yeah, I, I'll take it. Like, um, he'd be a great addition anyway. And like, you know, it sounds like there's gonna be a lot going on in this movie, and that's fine. Yeah, because that's the kind of thing, right? It's a multiverse. I'll deal with like three Spider-Man showing up, and then even if Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire show up again, we're we're probably only going to get them for like the like the the final ten minutes or whatever, which is fine, right? Like that's fine to me. Yeah, right? like they're gonna come and help out at the end to you know to get everybody back to where you know. Yeah, it's supposed when they to be when they something. fight off when when Peter has to fight off all six at the same time, like then the other Peters are gonna. That show would up, be right? dope though, you know. And be, dude, uh, you'd get a big pop in the theater, but like, oh my yeah, god, fuck, that's, that's an Avengers awesome. moment, you know. That's an Avengers moment, and yeah, then dude, like. That- Ah, Dude, imagine if they go like you know you know how we haven't had like Tom Holland's Peter like with an Uncle Ben yet, 
Like, yeah, yeah he had he had Tony Stark, but he hasn't gotten the great power comes great responsibility speech yet. You this know? is true. So, a lot of people were saying online that could be Tobey Maguire's way out. You know, so oh, if he comes in, he comes in as the older, you know, veteran Peter. Fucking, he he gets killed off, and fucking like then he gives the great power comes great responsibility line. Yeah, like oh fuck, Listen, dude, I'm all for and it, man. I am all for it's, it. It's possible because remember, Sam Raimi is also directing Doctor Strange too, and you got a lot of That's Doctor right. Strange and multiverse That's in this right. one. So it's like if there's anyone who's gonna be like probably a consultant on all this, it's probably Sam Raimi too. What's and the then buffer if you got, movie? Um, after you, so after okay, so we get Eternals in November, right? Mm-hmm. Spider Man in December. Yes. When does a Doctor Strange come out next November in 2022? <sighs> Or did you know they push what? that oh, back? I don't, I don't even know. I'm not even looking that far ahead, to be honest. Like, because, all, like, <laughs> I, you know what it is, too? Because I'm curious how they're going to tie it all back to, like, the MCU shit. Because since Strange right, is, like, yeah. a, since Strange is, like, a direct, you know, a direct connect, pretty much, to this movie and the actual MCU. I'm curious how that's going to tie back all into the the... the a, a multiverse of madness because I don't think they're going to resolve shit by the end of that movie. If you're right, the strange movie is going to happen down the line as well. You know, you're right. Cause this is technically still Sony's movie, you know, cause they, um, they recently, they, they used to call this universe. Um, the Sony pictures is universe of Marvel characters. That's what they used to call this. Yeah. But now now they call it Sony's Spider-Man universe, which is, yeah, of course, lead with your biggest one, right? Your only one, which makes a lot of sense. But you're right, because then after this, Sony still has to do, they still have to do Morbius. They, they still got to deal oh, with whatever's, whatever's happening in Venom. You know, yeah, I know. And eventually you're going to want the MCU's Peter Parker in that, like, as part of the deal, right? So it's like, they have to, you're right, they have to leave some of this multiversal shit unresolved and then and then let the MCU handle it, right? Like, exactly, exactly. Because they're going to be like, you know what, that's your problem? Um, <laughs> that sounds like, uh, you know, it's above our pay grade over here, Disney. You know, you, know, uh, you guys take yeah. care of that problem and we'll take care of Venom and, you know, that. <laughs> And Jared Leto as a vampire. You're, <laughs> you know? you're right. You're right. Sony's probably like, look, the multiverse is your thing. You you deal with that. We'll bring it in for our movies so we can have our Spider-Man. Yeah, then, exactly. That's we'll a little get, confusing then, to us still. No, we don't. You don't get it. We have no idea what you're talking about. But I, uh, you have our Spider-Man. So, <laughs> damn. But you're right. But this also like, there's a lot of opportunity here if Sony wants to do like live action Miles Morales. They still have the the Spider Verse two coming fucking that's like next right. year. That's right. Um, it, there's and, a lot that they can do with this. And Marvel still has their Thor, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which is oh, like, yeah. like, with- like it's gonna continue a couple of storylines as well because Thor at the end of um, uh, Endgame. He left with uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, pretty much, right? You're right. So, yeah. And now Thor is like giving his powers to Natalie Portman. So there's a lot to be explained. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited for what Marvel has in store. Um, we were huge skeptics last yeah, year. Yeah, we were burnt out. We were burnt out. Yeah, last dude. Year. After yeah. dude, I mean, come on. After Endgame, what is it? What? Oh, ten years worth of content. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, dude. You know, we just give done. us a break. And and like we said before, the pandemic uh, was like a double edged sword for them, where it's like, hey, listen, I'm sorry. It was like a catch-22 for them to the point where it's like, yeah, this sucks. But this also provides us 
this breathing space for our fans and also for their creative team too. They're probably, yeah. you know what? Let's take this in this direction. Let's cast this person instead of that person. Let's do something different. You know what I mean? So um, I'm glad we all got that breathing room because now we uh, we want it all back again, you know? And I'm excited for Shang-Chi um, and uh, we're going to catch that soon. And I, like I mentioned before, I can't wait to see how that all t- ties in. Very excited about that. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like Marvel's got some exciting stuff like um from the director we're talking about today uh naya costa yeah he's doing yep. captain marvel 2 otherwise known as the marvels which is gonna have you know captain marvel plus miss marvel who's getting a show next year plus um monica ram rambo who we got introduced with in wandavision who's yeah. also in the movie we're talking about today uh, fucking, That's uh, why Tiana, she looks so fucking familiar. <laughs> yeah, Tiana, Tiana Paris, like Tiana, Tiana. Uh, That's why she looks so fucking um, familiar, dude. Yeah, um, but uh, but I'm interested dude. to see where they take this whole Captain Marvel thing because you know the, the first one, the first origin we spoke a lot of before, isn't really anything to gloat about. So I, I hope mean, they can redeem <laughs> Brie Larson. Uh, she's such a good actress, and you know it would be yeah. a waste to have it in such um just a waste, pretty much. And I'm also yeah, you know she needs a she needs a writer behind that. Like yeah, I don't know what happened with the other one. I don't know who to, like I don't know if it was like studio writing or something. But they, you're right. Like something definitely happened there. To where, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, a Marvel should get Patty Jenkins on board. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, just throw <laughs> a bunch of money at her. Listen, so here you go. Like I know how Warner Brothers did you dirty with releasing everything straight to VOD. Come to us, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, Disney got her already with uh. They got her with a Star Wars movie, I believe. She's doing a Rogue Squadron movie. Oh, she's doing Rogue Squadron? Yeah, but exactly. She's already in the universe, baby. Get her back. Get her even (laughs) easier. Even easier. Here you go. Making my point even more solid. But yeah, so um, I hope – good luck to her with that because our main attraction for today, folks, is um, another flick from Nia DaCosta, um, the remake, reboot, sequel of uh, Candyman. Uh, Candyman. 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 Yeah, I'm good, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good off that one. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, again. If this was another movie that was supposed to come out last year, it was pushed back. It was pushed back. We finally got it back this year, and again, it falls into the same category as the other movies that got yeah. pushed back this year, like Spiral and um, what other one? Um, uh, and, and Quiet Place 2 that just yeah. didn't hit the mark. Uh, they old. talked a big game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think Old uh, was Old slated to come out last year. No, I think he made it during the during the pandemic. Did he? Which is even worse because you had all that time to make that movie and you, and you well, gave us that trash. Yeah, right? that's... Oof, no excuse. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, this movie as well, they touted a big game, you know, on Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, this movie is gonna be awesome!" Blah 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 blah. And again, this movie honestly should have came out on streaming last year. Um, yeah. It it wasn't worth a trip to the theater. Um, it's it's a total wait for it on my point. Um, it de- definitely don't pay for it if you can catch it on Amazon Prime for free or anywhere for free. I would definitely recommend it. Um, don't waste your money on this one. Um, yeah. yeah, it's um. Overall, you know, it didn't hit the mark that the director set herself. Uh, she uh, she claimed to be a big fan of gore and of brutality. And every chance we got 
to see that, the camera just turned away. And that was a big disappointment. And I'll continue on that later. But uh, um, I just didn't like the movie text. That's it. Plain and simple. <laughs> uh, you know, I unfortunately have to agree. Like, I, I, it's not a full stay away from it. I don't want to say that because like, yeah, like it's a full Candyman movie. So like at part of me is like, okay, you should check it out if you're at least interested in the idea of, you know, because Candyman's a big one for a lot of people, which I, yeah, which for I get. some reason, right? But it's also some, like, that's true for some because, reason, because you know, like, like, I just saw part two last night and I, I seen part one. And it's like, okay. I don't get why, you know, whatever. But uh, back to this one. Yes. yes, it's it's the exact same thing where it's like the idea of the Candyman and the concepts of in that original movie was more memorable than the actual movie itself. Correct. And 100%. so and that kind of seems like the idea this movie's going with too, you know, like that the it's it's trying to like look at Candyman as the iconic figure through this like it's it's going very intellectual like ugh. it's going very intellectual with it like into the point where like I'm like okay this is your this is your academic thesis about like processing trauma and emotions through art and through storytelling and through this icon through this fucking like icon that the people create but at the same time like you know. It's also not a very good movie. <laughs> Correct. And um, that's, it, that's the thing, right? Like where it's like it tries, it's just, it tries, but it, it just yeah. it tries too hard. Um, yes, I, it's trying. I, I, yes. It's trying to the point where it tries too hard. Like they're trying to kind of not do something, but they still fall into that kind of mistake. Like so, like for instance, they it, it's it's racially in your face, pretty much. You know, so um, it's. Like yeah, it's full, a lot of full oh, spoilers from this yeah, point it, on. Full spoilers. Yeah. It's a lot of oh, um, uh, the rich white people buy land and make projects, um, and then they tear them down when they don't like what they see, and build high rises and get like you know like uh, uh like more uh, gentrification going over here. It was it was very racial. It was very social. A lot of social commentary and everything, which like I okay cool, but like. They were also trying to kind of feed you the horror stuff, but they were also trying to feed you the racial stuff and like this, yes. like like in the you know like in the social commentary. And it's like yo, just pick it, pick what you want to do. Like I get what you're trying to do here, but you're not finishing the statement, right? Yeah, like like yes. it's all you're very... too afraid to be like yeah, like like you're already there. You're just too afraid to finish the fucking statement. Like it's cool. Yes. like we all get yes. that you're just saying, hey, listen, white people suck right now. This is what they're doing, and they're oppressing people. Like that is your statement. But they were too afraid to just kind of hit it home, and they try to mask it with more of this like Candyman lore, which again got lost because they got distracted by their social commentary. Like they didn't focus so much on the horror stuff. They wanted to kind of detract. The actual a social commentary message with the horror stuff to the point where you're like, okay, it's not totally about this. It's a, you know, it's about the candy master, but it was, they never finished either one, you know, like they yes. never told you the full horror story and they never really like finished their like, like in your face racial social statement. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not like, it's not like the social commentary fuels the horror either. Correct. It's 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 fueling the lore of the Candyman, which is fine, you know, because that's 
that's also what the first one did. You know, the first one was like, uh, you know, uh, I always forget his name. It's like, uh, oh, um, a uh, Daniel, and, um, a uh, Robitaille. Yeah, Robitaille. There we go. Yeah. I, yes, there we go. Robitussin. Daniel Robitaille, like <laughs> Tussin the Tussin. <laughs> yeah, like Robo this was <laughs> Robitaille. Like this is the whole story of the original one, and that was the original hook. Was that you know. It, it took like the movie who, which is not made by a black filmmaker, by the way, you know, no. so it's still, it's still got a lot of its own problems in terms of like all the violence is still against black people, despite yeah. it being like, but, but you can argue there that the social commentary uh, was on the same level as the horror, you know, and that's probably why people remember it. Cause in terms of it being an actual movie, it's not all the way there, but it, you remember, yeah, you remember like Tony Todd's performance. You remember, like his statements on things and the fact that he was pining after a white woman, like said a lot, you know? And so here they try to bring it into the new era. And not only do they bring that original story, but like you said, they start complicating it with other social commentary. You know, it's like, yeah, they made it like, all right. So pretty much what they, uh, just to simplify shit, like they made Candyman like, like a vengeful ghost of a, a black man in, any kind of era that gets yes. um, like wrongfully accused and killed for it. That's pretty yes. much what Candyman is. You know what I mean? So um, that's what they were trying to explain with all the different Candyman. It's like, oh, each one of these Candyman has been wronged at some point and blah, 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 which is like, okay, cool. Like I get what you're trying to do, which honestly kind of kills it for me. Cause like it kills, you know, the original Candyman story for me. The, the whole thing kind of, you know, killed the whole original Candyman I mean, story for me, honestly. Yeah, like, um, to be completely honest. Yeah, yes. um, like, I didn't like the whole oh, every, every every, it's like every uh, generation has a Candyman. You know, and, and, and that's dumb, because it's never like, if you're gonna do that, why just focus on the 1977 Candyman? You know, like, there's a lot yes. of stuff there that you're kind of avoiding by just kind of sprinkling in this information like oh every generation can as a candy man you're like uh okay can you show me can you like explain and that's one of the big things too because like a big thing in this is the very blunt say my name which you know to well we won't get into this completely but the film kind of wants us to get into this of the whole like this is what this is what protests have been about for the past two years. Like this is yeah. the whole like say say her name. Like this is Brianna Taylor. This yeah. is like like this is say their names because it's like because of the wrongful things. And so to get that so many times in this Candyman, but also like you say, look so far back into the past instead of being like because that's where it gets complicated, right? Because then it it brings all that old stuff into the new into this new movie, but then like doesn't hit the right current kind of social commentaries it's like it's focusing on gentrification of the project and stuff instead of like this instead of being like oh this violence is still ongoing like you know what i mean like listen i'm i'm dominican i'm brown i'm i'm a black dominican dude and like this is like they had a story there you know like like i'm tired of that kind of shit like i get what you're trying to do but let's 
you had a good story there. For instance, right? If they really wanted to do justice to this thing, right? They could have just kind of stuck to the story of of our protagonist being the fucking baby who got kidnapped from part yeah, one. We you didn't even me? get to that. Yeah. Like, like so I'm like, wait a minute. Why are we not talking about the big fat elephant in the room? I'm like, I totally forgot. This guy's a fucking baby. That fucking, yeah. that, that, um, that, um, What's this woman? That Virginia Madsen's character saved from the bonfire. This baby was going to be sacrificed by Candyman, right? But she saved him, and they thought she was the one who was who was going to harm the baby, like because because of how part one was and how kind of part one's super brutal. Um, it's uh, it's it's very gory because it's Clive Barker shit, so it's very dark and it yeah. gets to the point. So it like. It pretty much the whole Candyman thing is like, oh, they don't believe you, but you know, every time you show up, the Candyman is right behind you, pretty much, and killing these people, accusing her of doing all these killings and stuff, and this is why they're they're like chasing her because like, oh my gosh, she stole the the baby, you know, f- from the mother, which I have to see if they actually got the original mother from part one to play the mother. Yeah, here. I cu- I couldn't remember either. Yeah, like um, yeah. So, but like that's the story. That's the story. You didn't even have to give me that whole. You know, every generation has one. Like, you could have stuck with the Daniel Robotai stuff because yeah. that's the one everybody understands. You didn't have to get into, like, like you see, because because they wanted to make their own Candyman, right? Like, they fell into the shit. It's like they had two kind of ideas and they were like, you know what? Let's kind of bridge them somehow. Because if they were yeah. going to stick – because, like, listen, like – if you're not gonna like do the Daniel like Robotai stuff and kind of just use him as as that old school anchor, right? But then you kind of create this new kind of Candyman because that's what you did. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. legit created this character. Like why did he have to dress exactly like this? You know, like why did he have to be that kind of person? You know? Um, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah. And then that overcomplicates things. It overcomplicates things. And they had the simple story. As I was telling you, you have the protagonist already being attached to the original movie, right? Period. That's your connection to the universe 100%, right? You don't have to do anything else. That's your direct connection. Like, and from there, you can kind of just go with the flow now because now he goes back um, and then they complicate things. I, like, how he turns into that like it's a little confusing still to me how like it, it was he meant to be a candy man all of a sudden like that's the whole point i think they were trying to say he was picked yeah like, to be the next candy man i don't know it gets well, confusing from what i remember the sequels like it, the, the sequels then go into the idea of like him finding a successor yeah, well, that that's like no, right, it like doesn't. a successor it, it doesn't. spirit or some shit it doesn't, like that, right? It doesn't. It does not. This is the thing. Remember, Candyman has only one sequel, right? This is why I wanted to get into the movies, into the old movies, because I'm like, let me clear myself up and like in myself and my knowledge, right? right? So, right. all right, so. As I described in part one with Virginia Madsen was a reporter who got caught with the Cabrini Green kind of like myth of, you know, Daniel Robitaille and all that shit, right? Part two, right, is him coming back to kind of haunt his like great, great grandkid or some shit. Um. Yeah. So it's not a successor per se. He wants the lineage of his like dead wife like of the white family that kind of killed him pretty much right the lineage of that um found a way to kind of kill his like like myth or something from coming back but they weren't able to kind of finish him and but yeah it gets it's stupid 
Okay, it's just dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it's, it's like he it comes back, and honestly, part two sucks. And, and Tony Todd, like, dude, you're not like you're not meant to have a lot of lines, my man. You're definitely not. Like, like you're not, dude. Um, not in this aspect. Maybe in a different kind of story and a different kind of character. But in part two, bro, I'm like, why are you talking? It, it's like fucking watching Don't Breathe too. Like, why are you talking? Yeah, like, shut up. You know? Yeah, it sucks because Tony Todd is really only good in short bursts. You know, Dude. he he's like that's yes. why he's that's why he's so memorable in like Final Destination. He was in there for two seconds and he steals. But that's the movie, it. But know? that's it. But and. And if you are going to so, have him on screen all the time, don't make him talk because, dude, they tried to – it was like watching a soap opera. I'm like, wow, dude, this is just trash. Yo, speaking of that, so the new one, uh, getting into that, right? So the new one eventually does bring in Tony Todd despite making this other Candyman, like you're saying. Like despite – like so it, that also had me thinking. I'm like, did you not have Tony Todd until like late in the game? You know, did the delay in it going, oh, they gave it time to come up with a new ending or something so they could put him in there? Dude, I and don't then know. He actually, and then he says something that I couldn't quite catch. He's like, tell them. And I'm just like, what? What's going? Because my thing yeah. is. It's like saying, if, if remember, Simba. Remember. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, my thing is, if you're going to have him there in the first place, if you're going to go as far as literally connecting this one with the, the older one, then. Why not just have Tony Todd be the Candyman like throughout the whole thing? You know, that's what Why I'm not saying. Just, that's like, what just I'm saying. Like just obscure, man. obscure his face with like gross shit or something. Because that's like, the they're overcomplicating oh. everything, Tex. Dude, and that's what it was. Is they overcomplicated that with the social commentary that also had many layers to it. Like getting back to what I was saying about that, where it's like. It wasn't just one track either. It wasn't no. like, oh, it wasn't like violence happens against our people. No, it's like violence and gentrification. It's all gentrification this stuff. It's, and the rich and the poor and the black and the yeah, white. It, it had Man. two, like, it, like because it, it sucks because I'm like, I, I understand this and I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, like, there's no follow through on these methods. Oh, dude, even, even and, like – even a corporate versus artists, even yeah, like there was something no- you remember, like about like you artists kind of are the ones kind of uh, bringing the prices up or something. <laughs> yes, and there's no like you know there's no follow through on any of that or even the original story because like the the main part of this like the actual meat of like this is all just window dressing for the actual yeah. meat of the movie, which is the horror, right? Like it, the yeah, because like should- like it turns in like. L- l- like honestly, legit, it turns into a '90s horror movie after it gets through all that like social commentary. It feels like you're watching a Candyman three made in like 1998 or something. God, you know what I mean? Really, like it's it, 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 it's like that. It's that kind of quality of story you get because it's like oh 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 like okay, I'm good. Yeah, you know? and it, it sucks because Yahya Abdul Mateen, like he's a great dude. He's already in the DC universe because like watching him on screen, I'm like. Look how fucking Jack this dude is. I was like, put him in a superhero movie or something. He's Black Manta. Yeah, so, like he like like even when and, he's uh that's right, that's where he's fucking from too. Yeah, he's he was awesome. Yeah, he's he was he yeah, was awesome. He's, he's set. Like he's yeah. set and, and um, Tiana Paris is set, but then like they I'm have glad no they're chemistry. set already. I'm, yeah. I'm glad they're set already because this movie wasn't going to do him any good. So Exactly. That's what exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, but if you if this was your first like 
if this was your first look at the two of them, you'd be like, yo, what's going on? They have like no chemistry. They have yeah. like nothing. It's just everything just seems so hollow. And like it's the best weird, character, right? honestly, was um um what's the dude, the gay brother of the chick. Yeah, he's they gave him all like the exposition and all of like the He had all the good fucking lines, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he basically had all the lines. Like But you see that, that that's problematic because that's like you're not trusting your your leads with like the heft of the roles, you know what I mean? God. Um <sighs> but uh, honestly, that falls on the director and like just not being able to balance that chemistry and that kind of heft. Like you're over here more concerned about like brutality and stuff like that but like if you're not gonna show it just tell me a good story like direct it well you know like yeah make sure your your protagonist and his lady actually have some kind of you know chemistry to go by because every scene they were with again it seemed like a 90s a late 90s horror movie dude like very kind of um you know what like it definitely reminds me of like like 90s clive barker stuff you know like lord of illusions you know um it's just people it's just people on screen no chemistry let's show some blood over here let's try to you know do some crazy social commentary over here and let's and, and let's see what hits you know? God, and you know, and it sucks because, like, you know, you can tell she has some, like, DaCosta has some great ideas. You know, like, uh, I gotta admit, I like the opening credits, even though those are like twenty minutes long. You know, but I did like the gimmick of like the the upside down skyline. You know, yeah. like I. There's, yeah, again, like, again, that was cool, but that didn't even add to this anything. Yeah, you know? that's that's exactly what I was getting on. Like, all like there's there's like there's some cool shots. Like the um, I did like the kill of the of against the window. You know where it's like you see the apartment complex and you see the lady yeah that was get cool. Fucking yeah. But then like that should have been sprinkled in with some on screen kills. You know, like, I think I think that's where I'm so disappointed because it's like, yeah, you can have these messages, you can have all that. But the follow through is the punishment. Like horror allows you to punish. We've talked about this extensively, right? Where it's like big time. If if Candyman is this vengeful ghost that he that you are portraying him to be in this movie, then have him be vengeful. Like do shit. Like don't fucking like don't have him kill like a. yeah, random people, you know, that like and like the high school girls, their deaths made no sense, you know, come like it, Yeah, it made no sense and it came way after it should have shown up in the yeah. flip too, you know what I mean? Yes. Because we, yes. we we meet this high school girl way early in the movie um uh, in at, at the art exhibit, right? And then all of a yeah. sudden, as several deaths later, you forget about her then they show up in high school and it doesn't even tie into anything. And then yeah, dude, it's uh it's it was one of those movies that like what's also weird like after watching all those Candyman flicks, it's it's the physics behind it too, like that I'm trying to figure out if like if the people who say Candyman are the ones getting killed, um, because the ones who right. don't say it like still get killed. So like, what is it? Like, what are you gonna do? Make up your fucking mind. Is it the people actually saying your name, or is it like the minute they say your name, they summon you, and then you can do your thing, hack, 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 you know, and then right. you know, yes. and then just somebody has to close the loop. Yeah, because then you know, then at the end of this new one too, you complicate it further by having the like the the girlfriend say his name five times after he dies. Yaya comes back is I forget his real name. I forget his name in the movie, but um, he comes back as like oh, the Anthony, new Candyman. 
yes, Anthony comes back as the new Candyman ghost, but then he's immediately fucking transformed back into Tony Todd, which is weird because, like I said, this wasn't the Candyman that we were no. seeing through the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, exactly. I'm glad you brought that up because I had a brain <laughs> earlier and I was going to bring that up. Like, like all the kills you get, all the kills you get are that Candyman from 77. You know that yes. uh, the Clyde dude, what was his name? Clyde or something like that. Um, yeah. uh, that's that's the version of, Ken, of the Candyman you get. Which again, like if you were gonna create your own story and use that own story by itself, no Daniel Robitaille shit, none of that stuff. Like it made sense because the dude gave candy to little kids. You know, he was a harmless guy. He just he was a little weirdo, but he was harmless like that. That in itself was an origin story of its own. For a candy master, like this is what I'm saying. Like they had to pick one, and they didn't. They wanted to do their own Candyman story with social commentary, which they could have done with their own Candyman that they had created, and still told a little horror story along the way. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. they didn't do that completely, and then they didn't even take the main anchor to the original universe and even finish that completely either and that's where my problem comes it's like make up your mind man you had these two ideas and i'm telling you somebody must have been like no we can't do it all like that it has to be like this too you know yeah somebody had input there because studio thing because like i'm not sure because the the screenwriter too well, the screenwriters attached though it was um it it was nia da costa and it was also um uh jordan peele right and Mm. it was somebody else so i don't know who made the decision to be like hey um are we gonna do all this a social commentary or are we gonna do like a horror movie here you know that's what sucks too because like there are some cool social commentary horror like ideas in this like the police are the swarm like the police oh, yeah. get they, they get called the swarm i'm like oh that's cool you know and like police gunning down dudes like that's kind of a thing you know what i mean so it's like yeah and also um something i really didn't also kind of get is the whole location of everything because i know part one and part two of the original they really they focus a lot on louisiana and new orleans and that culture and this one like you don't really get any of that connection but they're supposed to be in the same location because the dude's walking to cabrini green you know yeah um so um, i guess that was a like a factor of like the gentrification or whatever you know because they kind of do explain away that stuff where it's like yeah yeah we don't look like the same fucking place because it's like literally not the same or whatever but like that's the other thing but then you have the cabrini green projects like you said completely fucking set in stone still you know yeah. that that someone could walk into and then in the third act that's what I was like is that a studio thing because then you have the one guy who's been giving him all the help you know the fucking oh my god uh, you oh, have that Mr. dude, Burke. Mr. Burke, and his laundry mat. The kid from the beginning and his stupid laundry. You know, who fucking like who fucking, who fucking goes- snitched on on pretty much if he pretty much he pretty much created that Candyman from 1977 when he screamed. But again, like he thought that he was gonna get killed. So I, I'm not ragging on him for screaming because you know he thought he was gonna die. But right. his screams led to the cops beating that dude up and. It's funny how that's never addressed directly. How, like, I don't think he ever says, oh, like, it was my fault that this happened. Like, no, he he turns into a total conspiracy nut and he brings up, um, he, he ties him up to this church that they used, I think, in part yeah. one or something or other. And it was, and then he was all weird and just like a yeah, total they, nut. They cut away from the part of him cutting his mouth and then they, like, show his mouth in, like, the dark where it's all... 
I was w- wondering, I'm like, what, did I miss something? <laughs> we did, because, like, that's part of the problem. By that point, you're cutting away from literally, literally all the gore. Yeah, then, because like, I, I was like, wait a minute, uh, no one really harmed him. What happened? <laughs> yeah, he, he ate the, like, the implication was that he, he, when he pulled out the lollipop with the razor blade in it, the impl- implication was that he cut his mouth. From oh, is that what, ah, oh. but come on, but they should have shown saying. that. It's a, it's rated, it was rated R, this movie. It was Let's rated it R for, there. yeah, it was rated R for no fucking reason. Like, come on, it was, man. It was rated R for, I guess, the next slit, the one actual thing we saw during the fucking movie. You that know? was pretty dope. I, but, and but this is what God, excited that's me. What sucks, I was right? like, okay, like, she's gonna deliver. She's gonna deliver. You know, that's and I'm like, oh, the, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> the first kill happens about like thirty something minutes in, you know, and of a ninety minute movie of to where I'm like. You know, by that point, once the first kill kicks in, I was so bored. Or so as, I was, uh, as, I'm glad you brought that up, Mister Tex. I, because I, this it was movie so is fucking so long, fucking slow. It's, it's not even a slow, slow burn because there's nothing to burn. There's nothing to burn. No, it's not a slow burn. It's just slow because a slow yeah. burn actually has um, a reward at the end. You know what I mean? This God, didn't have a reward. You're so, you're so this right. was just you're fucking so slow. Fucking right. And you are absolutely right. I was looking at my at my phone. I'm like, wait a minute. This movie's supposed to be 90 minutes. Like, what am I still <laughs> doing here? I feel like I've been in the movie for like two over two hours. And I and I'm like, fuck. It was just super slow. Like they it's weird for um like I get it because the other movies aren't really that fast paced, but they kind of make up for it with the actual violence and the visuals they show on screen. Like, it's yes. like, yeah, w- we know this movie isn't that great, but here's all this gore and brutality, you know? <laughs> Enjoy. You know, this one yeah. didn't do that yeah. at all. Yeah, because when you get the throat slit, I was like, cool. We're like, I was like, okay, let's fucking go. I was like, I'm in because we're going to get some invisible fucking kills. You know, like, we're going all Hollow Man style with it. And you know, and then, you know, when they show the mirror and they show them lifting them up and stuff like that, I was like, okay, cool. I'm down for this kind of, you know, but then, then you start seeing the mirror bore. Then you start seeing like, oh, wait, why is she cutting away from this? What's I was like, I, I get maybe not seeing the teen girls die, you know, but then I'm like, but why, why not? You in- I mean, the- why the fuck not? You're already giving me like a fucking fountain of blood. Let me see it. I mean, fucking yeah. shit, right? It's like, why do the fucking blood spill, you know? And if that's the thing, like, if you're scared of killing, like, teen white girls, don't fucking put it in the movie, you know? Put teen, put white adults in the movie ki- getting killed in a bathroom, you know what I mean? Like, But, like, you see, like, that's the problem, man. Like, cares, man? Killing doesn't have a color. If you're gonna kill, just kill anyone. Well, that's you know the thing, mean? too. Like, hey, kudos on Candyman, like, compared to the first one, where it's mostly... Uh, violence against black people like this oh, one yeah, for sure this one uh, black people don't die until like the final two when it's like supposed to be for the story you know well a bunch and- of white people died in part two of county man like all of them are white which is hilarious. oh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, so, they were like but, let's uh, uh we'll make it up to you guys but then again <laughs> like but then again if you go back to that first one right a lot of the deaths are black solely because the location of the movie. This woman yeah. is doing, you know, a fucking story about the projects where everybody's pretty much black in the movie. And like in those projects, everyone was black. So she was hanging out there. It's where she kind of, so a candy man was following her everywhere she went. So, you know, just, just yeah. so happens to be that way. People were, 
Man, either you win some, you lose some. You know what I mean, Tex? But then, like, yeah, you're right. No one's here, ever going to be satisfied. Yeah, it, it just sucks. You're right. Because then here, they bring up so many, like, it brings up so many questions about, like, his logistics and, like, okay, what's, where's his hunting grounds? You know, like, what, what are the rules? Like, it's just. There, yeah, I'm, I'm convinced that it's all fucking just made up. Everything's just, like, done on the fly. Like, fuck it. I mean, There's no rules. I it's kind of it's kind of hard not to argue that because then you get the final act of him getting tied into the original movie for no fuck like honestly for no fucking reason yeah for no reason it didn't do anything at all it's It's like it's literally just said in there and then like to people like us who've seen it it means something but also means nothing you know and then I can't imagine what people like so my sister and her friend saw it right like so I was like, oh, what did you, I was like, I was like, so what did you think of Candyman? She's like, uh, it was, it was good, you know, but that's generally like the, you know, the, I'm trying to pretend that I had a good time kind of thing. Yeah, I and, just spent no, some she, money, so I got to smile about it, you know? Yeah, but no, she's like, her basic thing was that she said it was okay, but she would never see it again. And I was like, I was like yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then like, she was confused about like, so the baby thing confused her because she was like, wouldn't he be like 40 something years old? And I'm like, you know what? The old ones, the old one isn't that old, but that's something they should have considered. Right. Like, because he's 29 in the movie. And like, well, how old was it? How long well, ago was the first one? Right? When, when did the first one come out? Um, it had to have been <laughs> mid nineties. Right. Let's so see. would he be 29? Like, would he be that? Or like, um, uh, know, shit, dude. man. Let's see. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, 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 1992. That, okay, so yeah, he'd be about 29. That's, that's yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but that's something else, though. It's like, why would you? Con- that's the other thing. Why would you even insert that into the movie? Like, why would you even have another question on top of everything else? Right? Like, and also, you- like, really, it's just not- why. Why? Substantiate it because it also it yes. doesn't like you said it doesn't really do much because it's like oh mom you told me I was born on the north side or the south side whatever it was and she's like oh no you were born here sorry I didn't tell you but like what does that have to do with anything you know because he doesn't like even when Burke shows up does Burke know he's the fucking kid that got kidnapped you know this guy being such yeah, a conspiracy theorist a- you know that never gets answered so I'm like oh shit so hopefully this is gonna be like hopefully Burke knew all along who this guy was you know like maybe he's some kind of nut like that but that never gets answered it's just thrown in there for shits and giggles and then he becomes like um you know the the body horror shit was cool you know with the uh, hive looking skin that was God, fucking that's what, gross that's what <laughs> sucks dude him pulling the b scar was cool like yeah. honestly like little stuff like that was dope like the putting the hook in the fucking chopped off arm I was like, okay, I'll take that. And like the the hive shit, yeah, you're, like you're saying, the hive yeah. shit was cool. It's, it's wasted potential, right? It's just why would you? Why would you? Why? I think that's what it is. I'm just like, it gets Again, so hung up in shit that doesn't matter. You know, it's like, like I said before, they tried, and because they tried the way they tried, they tried too hard. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. were trying to please both sides. They were trying to make their message and they were trying to also please the actual universe itself and the fans of the story itself. And 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 because Candyman itself is such um a black 
centric kind of story the majority of the characters in both movies are black they kind of wanted to do justice to that and you know what that's cool but you didn't really do it justice you wanted like you tried to do it and by the way by by your way by way of your execution you kind of completely failed at both honoring the universe itself and also getting your message across I think that puts it best, Arturo. That, yes. Um, and that's all she wrote about it, folks. I'm, I'm tired of talking about Candyman. I was never really a big fan of it to begin with. Yeah. I'm not going to lie Honestly, and say, like, yeah. oh, yeah, Candyman. I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not losing sleep over this, right? Like, yeah, I'm really not, dude. It's just another movie chugging along on the way to Halloween Kills, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, that's what it is. You know, just... Just give me a little bit of new content so I can be satisfied for 90 minutes and then I'll trash it because it sucks. And then just gets me a little closer to Halloween Kills. Because right now, Halloween Kills is probably going to be better than anything these movies have ever that that have put out right now. Just based I on mean, the two minutes and 30 seconds, just to circle back around to the beginning of this episode, Tex. Right? <laughs> like, those two minutes and 30 seconds, like, if I have that times 10... You know, or times whatever the amount is. I'm, I'm not that great at math, but, you know, you get it. I'll fucking take it. And that's going to at least substantiate and I'm sorry, that's going to at least satiate my horror appetite for the year. Because that, that's all I've been waiting for since last year is Halloween Kills. And um, we're getting closer, Tex. I think 40 something plus days out. We're getting there. We're getting there. And folks, thank you once again for hanging out with us. Thank you for joining us um, and uh, this summer with all the cool content we had for you guys. Um, if you if, if you'd you like, go back and check out the archives and check out the double features we had for this summer. Um, and thank you all for listening. We very appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn, for the music. Thank you, Dell, for the artwork. Um, and thank you all again for joining us. This is episode 79 of The Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. And remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it.